What is going on, everybody? Happy Friday here from Apocalypse Movies as we are here for Marvel. I got to say, guys, now that it is officially over, it's so weird watching on that back. It's so weird knowing we, we officially know everything that has happened in the series. Uh, it's been eight weeks. We got nine episodes, and today we are here to discuss the ninth episode, the series finale, as the episode is titled um of wandavision i know everyone's been talking about it for the past 24 hours, or past like 12 hours or so um mm. and we're here to break it all down all the chaos everything we witnessed um we are here and if you guys didn't see already just a plug real quick uh we posted our actual reaction to the episode um that was up on the channel we watched it last night together at midnight and the reaction is up on the channel uh you can check that out there's no sound because of copyright stuff um we don't want to be you know struck or have the video be taken down so it's just muted mics you can just see our facial reactions as we're watching the episode. Little discussion at the end, but we're here to do the full deep dive into WandaVision episode nine. With me, per usual, the whole crew is here. Uh, I'll just go around the table, right, right, you know, clockwise here. Brian, how you doing on this Friday, man? You took the day off, right? I did. I did indeed. It was a good move on my part, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but yeah, excited to talk about it. It was very fun watching. Nice shirt, something. Nice shirt, by the way. Oh, thank you. I was waiting for you to say something. Um, <laughs> I was kind of actually saving it for this one, but uh, yeah, it was fun watching. Felt like we were watching a, a movie all together, like the the end times before the end times, I should say. Before the dark times. Before the dark times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jacob, what about you, man? How you doing? I am tired, man. I I joked with you guys that I was gonna watch the episode again, and I did last night. I watched it again last night. Had a popsicle while I was watching it. <laughs> And I'm glad I did because I noticed stuff I didn't even notice the first time. So I'm excited to talk about it. I've been thinking about it all day, so I'm ready to go. And Mr. Gio, what's up? Hey, guys. Uh, pretty sure Wanda was in my dreams last night. Um, and yeah, <laughs> it didn't go very well. <laughs> but uh, she, yeah. should, she should be in all of our dreams at this point. Yeah. 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 That. Uh, those that last 20 minutes really stuck with me but we'll talk about it so. uh keith dude it looks like uh it looks like your camera's like on super high def today what's up i don't know it's a good question maybe it's the uh light here maybe because i'm here in daylight again for the second week in a row which i'm very happy <laughs> natural lighting yeah yeah actually just just now i mean i like 10 minutes ago, I just finished it uh, myself, the episode for the second second watch. So I made some notes. I watched it again. I made some notes that, uh, yeah, we'll touch on when we get through it. But glad I can be here again to talk about the series finale. So. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Before we get going, uh, I do want to say what's up to everybody in the chat. Uh, we got Star Drew, Chuck, Rachel, Samir, Maxwell. What's up, man? Um, the whole crew is here. Stacy is back as well. Uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us, joining us for this episode. Um, and we're going to dive into episode nine, the series finale. Uh, I don't really know where to start, guys, because there's obviously like it's hard to go chronological on this type of episode because there's so many big things that are happening towards the end of it. Um, I don't know if someone wants to bring up something or if we just want to get right into like the nitty gritty of this episode. Does anybody have any thoughts? That costume. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we could talk about her becoming the Scarlet Witch. All right, let's talk about it. So I'll, I'll go ahead and throw some images up while, while before we do that. Uh, so yeah, the episode, um, it, it happened around the halfway point, and this is the point where uh, we find out a ton of information about what the Scarlet Witch is, where it comes from, all that good stuff as uh, Agatha is kind of speaking to uh, Wanda. And then this glorious moment happens, and we see Wanda fully embrace... Um, her destiny and rock the hell out of this. It is unbelievable. Um, she fully embraces what the Scarlet Witch is as, as what she knows it to be anyway. And she'll obviously learn as, um, as, as the story continues in other projects. But I mean, we saw it last week. We saw the vision, right? She's kind of been destined to be this character, this, this, this figure of the Scarlet Witch. And it finally came true, and it did not disappoint. <laughs> it was so good. Every anything and everything I could have hoped for for a look. Yes, Chuck. Um, she looked freaking amazing. 
I I love I, I'm not I'm not a cosplayer, but I love like when you see stuff and you know that people are gonna like turn out some bomb cosplays with this, and that is for sure gonna be one. Um but oh god, her character is gonna be so cool. I cannot wait. You know what's future. funny about it? It's a it's a great point by Chuck, but we saw the costume, right? We didn't really see her in like full action in the costume. Oh yeah, not she didn't actually fight. Her her fighting was taking place yeah. before she had adapted into the costume. Which yeah. I mean, <laughs> she she turned Agnes back to her nosy neighbor. But that was just her standing there. Yeah, right? I'm just like, saying she used her powers as the Scarlet Witch, mm -hmm. but that was it. Maybe she couldn't have done that before. Like just turned Agnes. Yeah, but that was obviously the biggest moment. Like we all. I looked at the screen during our watch along and we were all like, oh my goodness. So that that has to be the highlight of, of this episode. Well, it's it's also because they teased it at, uh, like 10 minutes beforehand in the flashback part where uh, she's strapped to the pole right by the witches and it starts glowing. And then we're like, oh crap, here it comes. And then it doesn't happen. And they're like, oh, and then it happens and we just like lose our crap. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. epic. Yeah, agreed. Um, that's what I was going to bring up, how her powers outline the uh, the headpiece that she was wearing. That's perfect. Pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. It looks so good. Because it would be kind of weird if she just, like, if, like, somebody made her a crown, you know? <laughs> she just made it. A physical right. one. And then I'll yeah, throw yeah, these yeah. up as well. You can see the full, the full costume here. Uh, so good. It looks incredible. Uh, it looks absolutely incredible. Um, here's a little bit of a close-up in the daylight. Um, and it's also good to point out, because I know that this is like behind-the-scenes stuff, but Elizabeth Olsen has talked throughout the years about how her costumes have been so uncomfortable to her. This one looks like it's it's by far the most comfortable, being that it's just like a suit instead of like a corset, essentially, is what she had been wearing for so long. Um, and it's it's by far one of the best, if not the best MCU costumes that's ever been made. Oh, yeah. As far as I like sure. adapting it and bringing like. Where it's very similar to the comics, yeah. It's funny yeah. that you said that. I saw people going, "That comics cool, or that costume's cool, but it's not comic accurate." And then I'm like, "If she was doing comic accurate, her boobs would be hanging out half the time, and it would just be like, you would be like, this is a little nobody's. Much. I mean, even all of Cap's animations aren't exactly comic accurate. Yeah, but I mean." The comic stuff, it, it doesn't translate. That stuff doesn't translate to film. They're, they're all those out. Everyone's outfit is ridiculous. Captain America's yeah. comic outfit is very ridiculous. That's why. That's why we've never seen something the, like Wolverine. That's, that's exactly why we've never seen yeah. Wolverine. Thor's costume, exactly. Very silly. You know, I would not. <laughs> so they, think they, that. They, they, that. they could do Wolverine without the headpiece. The head, the, the whole like face thing would be ridiculous on screen. Okay, so you did it at the end of the second Wolverine when she shows the suit, you were like, nah, fam. Of course I loved it, but him putting it on would be a lot different like, than it just sitting in a case. To me, it has to be practical, right? Why would he wear a mask? There's no reason for it. Yeah. Scarlet Witch, it's part of being the Scarlet Witch, you know? So she has to have that headpiece on. Which, I mean... Well, severe, and we'll, we'll, we'll get back on track, of course, but... As far as Wolverine thing, if, if it was meant to be some kind of a samurai thing, which it seemed like they were trying to make it, uh, it might have made some. Okay, well, that, yeah. that would would have so if there's a if there's a reason, then I'm cool with it. If there's no reason, then like, I don't care. I want that yellow and gold, yellow and blue and black <laughs> costume. That's what I want. Um, but I Hawkeye, think Hawkeye's outfit, Hawkeye's outfit is just ridiculous. Like his comic one, yeah, <laughs> would be very silly. And yeah. Big H, yeah. big H on his. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it would have been kind of cool. Brian Bri yeah. like the cheesy old school. I do. Costume. I love a good costume. <laughs> yeah. I love a good costume. Um, but um, yeah, to what Stacy said, yeah, it it made her more menacing too. Like it wasn't like Just look at her; she's terrifying. Yeah, yeah I like the other one that you had. Um, not that one. The other one, that one. <laughs> she looks thing. like she. That looks kind of like. Oh crap! I don't want to mess with her. Like I wouldn't want to step. Well, I love her. how her hair gets all like wavy too when she mm -hmm. puts the costume on. It's just like a much more like, um, 
like what's the word? There's a word for majestic. it. Majestic. Majestic, I guess, but like um I don't know. I can't figure out the word, but it's just like it's it's just more there. It seems more like you said, I guess it's more menacing that everything kind of shifts and she looks like this completely different character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she yeah. she looks awesome. Cool. Elizabeth Olsen is the perfect person for this role. And <laughs> sure, why not? Sounds like it'd be fun. Take, <laughs> as long as Jill and Molly get to go, because we they love that stuff. Uh, but yeah, no. I think, and it's also interesting because, right, I mean, this is probably segueing into something else, but um, how they went after she turned into that, they made it clear that the Scarlet Witch is a thing, not not just her nickname. An entity. Yeah, yeah they, so what So what Catherine Hunnan said is, in, uh, she had said, Scarlet Witch isn't born, she's forged, mm -hmm. uh, is, the, is the dialogue that she had said. And she had also said, there's only one. Mm -hmm. It's it's only one. There's not multiple. It's one thing, and and it's it's Wanda. Like, and she has essentially been destined to be the Scarlet Witch from birth. Um, and that kind of ties into what they did with her in the comics. Uh, it, very much what they had done with her in the comics, but um, it's going to be very different. Uh, it's kind of still a little hazy as far as if she has always had it or not. Um, but it's interesting because now in and this might segue into a conversation, but um, we have this entire world of magic now, and and she is the only one of her kind. Whereas you have the Agathas, and you have this the sorcerers, and then you have these other kinds. Um, it opens up an entirely new part of the MCU. And if she is like supposed to destroy the universe, quote unquote, according to you know uh, what Agatha had said and what the Darkhold is saying. Um, that could ruffle a lot of feathers in that uh, in that kind of section of the world. Oh yeah, I mean, once Doctor Strange finds out that the Scarlet Witch is present, just that alone is enough for him to have to go at least talk to her. <laughs> well, I mean, especially after the fact that they said that she's more powerful than he is. Yeah. Yeah, he's so, gonna have something to say about that. He's gonna, oh yeah, let me remind you how fast I learned my powers. <laughs> oh, yeah. I her character is just so perfectly done. I'm gonna rule out the Loki as well. Loki may maybe he might be interested in as well. Depending yeah, he on does, he does have yeah. a type of magic. He does have a type of magic. Well, well I, you know what's crazy, guys? Uh, I Thor's mom. In Endgame, she says, "I was raised by witches." Freya and yeah. uh, yep. and she trained. Lo she taught Loki all his magic. So yeah. essentially, mm -hmm. Loki's doing witch magic. Yeah. All right, which magic is witchcraft? Is almost based magic in this seems to be more witchcraft than anything. Yeah, and I don't know if they called men well, warlocks or wizards or not, but I think they're more sorcerers. We're sorcerers. In Thor Ragnarok, when they arrived on Earth looking for Odin, he was like, uh, what do you say? Like, uh, <laughs> something about his witchcraft. And Loki was like, I'm not a witch. And Thor was like, well, oh, yeah, yeah. Dress like one. And then when he sees Doctor Strange, he's like, you fake sorcerer right. or something like that. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's going to be really cool. It's going to be really cool. You know, I think that they're going to play heavy into this magic side of the MCU a lot more than we realized. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it's just going to be in this and and Doc Two. I think it's going to be a little bit more than that. Obviously, we talked about what the Dark Hole yeah. can do and, and with stuff like with vampires and, and that kind of the fantastical element. Of, I said that of the MCU. Um, it's going to be a big part, a, a big part of the MCU going forward. And personally, I love it. I think it's different. It's unique. Um, obviously, uh, a lot of universes have the magicians, right? They have the the magic users, but. Uh, it's it's a different part from what we've seen in comic book movies. We've seen aspects of it. Uh, we saw it in Age of Shield. We've seen it in the past uh, with with Marvel movies and stuff. But um, if they really go more of the witchcraft way rather than the magic way, uh, it's gonna be there's gonna be some really really cool storytelling for sure. It's funny because we've been hearing so much about space, space, space is the next thing, and maybe it's not just yet. Like it's magic. And then in, in realms, you know, magic yeah. realms. Well, I think it will be. I think some of this stuff might come. You know, it just it may not be like technological space stuff. It could just be weird, like like whatever Asgard is. You know, it could just be kind of 
and all those realms, like with Asgard's Berserker the and all that stuff. What is what is the what do they say? Asgard's not a place; it's a a people, a people. Yeah, Asgard's Asgard's is yeah. about a million little pebbles scattered across the galaxy right now. So, um. <laughs> there's other realms. So. Well, look, let's talk about. I don't know if you were gonna. If you were gonna, I was gonna. One of my notes here, because I got uh, uh, when the uh, let's talk about White Vision. Talk about other Vision. So Paul Bettany got us all. I think we kind of expected it. <laughs> the greatest troll of all time. I, I, very I, was, <laughs> I did one of these. Damn you, Paul yeah. Bettany. The greatest <laughs> troll of all time. I thought it was very funny. <laughs> I actually chuckled to myself when I thought later. I was like, I, we all kind of expected it. I can't. I think Jacob might have been the one that brought it up last week or, week or something like that. But I, I think we kind of saw it coming. I, I went back and listened to his interview he gave. And I was just like, oh, he was absolutely talking about himself. <laughs> like it's it's so obvious. <laughs> it's so clear. Um, all right, well, before we move but, on, uh, I'll just go ahead. I'll go ahead and set the scene real quick. Um, yes, Jesse. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'll set the scene real quick with some images here. So it actually starts off relatively quick. Obviously, the episode kicks off right away with Wanda and Agnes going at it, or Agatha. Excuse me. Agatha still has uh, Billy and Tommy locked up by her magic, and um, after a which little, which is the most nineties. The way that looked was the most 90s Disney Channel movie thing I don't I've care. ever seen. I don't care. No, um, I'm not. I'm just saying it looks yeah. so. Wait, um, which yeah. part? The, so people were saying that the part where she Agnes is in the Agatha is in the air holding the two kids like this. It was like a Halloween and, Town vibe. It was yes. Halloween. Okay. It was absolutely yeah. Halloween Town. Um, but so yeah, after a little tussle between the two of them, uh, we actually see. Uh, for the first time, we get the glimpse of Agatha absorbing her power, and we see Wanda's hand go a little black, right? She's kind of losing herself a little bit. Um, and we get the information of a uh, little information regarding the Scarlet Witch and what kind of what it means. After saving Billy and Tommy, uh, they kind of get in tussle. Wanda does what she does best, and she throws cars at people, knocking Agatha into a house. Um, and then White Vision comes out of nowhere, and Wanda seems to think that this is her vision. And then the terrifying sequence of him squeezing her, literally trying to crush her head. Some Game of Thrones, like, you know what? Like, right like, that is absolutely terrifying. Uh, and of course, to yeah. save the day comes uh, our vision, the vision that Wanda created. And we get this cool sequence here with them fighting. I got to say, I love the sound that their bodies make when they hit each other. Mm -hmm. um, it's this really, really cool, like metallic yeah. sound. Um, and then they kind of scatter uh, with each other throughout the throughout the uh, the episode. And I'll throw some more images up here. And this is a cool sequence between the two of them. So we see uh, White Vision. His eyes are different. He's acting a little uh, different as far as body language goes. And then we get this incredible moment where uh, Vision restores his memories, if you will. And he ends up like this. And he now has memories. He now has the emotions. He kind of understands a little bit more. They have that incredible sequence about Theseus which is amazing. I love world, that. Which yeah. Bring real world stuff into this kind of story. Like, and it's such a vision conversation to have, right? The way that it all went down and kind of the process of yes. it all. Um, but yeah, re really cool. And there's some, obviously some very big possibilities with what white vision can do here in the future. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Well, it opened, it opens up the whole, like the vision character. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely, and I'm glad too because we get to get more Paul Bettany as his character. Um, I was hoping either something that would happen, or there's some somehow some way he could go back to being Jarvis. I don't know, but I'm glad he's going to be still a part of this. But Rachel, I agree. <laughs> I, I, I hate highlight the end of the gym. Anyway, yeah, what well, he said. <laughs> okay, look. He said, I am Vision in full so He's just calling Vision now. I mean, he's, the he's only just Vision now. now. Yeah, so, now he's I, just Vision. Yeah, yeah. The highlight. This was the highlight of the show of this episode for me. But I love when he first showed up to attack Wanda. He said to her, um, "I was told you were powerful." Yeah. Which uh, to me was a nice uh, callback to Infinity War, when the one uh, monster, which one of Thanos's uh, guys, attacked Vision and said, "I thought you were formidable, machine." Uh, so that that was a nice thought. That was a nice callback to that moment from Infinity War. Um, but yeah, the Vision v Vision battle was the highlight of the show. This episode for me, I, I, oh, I really, really enjoyed that. I love that discussion there. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love his existential, uh, discussions that he just usually has with himself in the comics you see that stuff but him having it with another version of yeah. himself I, no, that, I was cool. really that, that was kind of like them telling us like look it's not really vision but it is just go with it it's vision right. so it's kind of what it was right. saying what, what does he say he, say, yeah. he says i need i need essentially i need more explanation he says it in a much more vision way he but... said i wrote it down nope i got it he said, "I request elaboration." Yes, mm -hmm. I request elaborate. It was like it was such a perfect little moment. Uh, it's, I, again, it's yes. such a vision thing. Uh, Gio, what about you, man? What do you, what do you think about this whole uh, this whole vision quest, if you will, with uh, the two visions we got in this episode? Yeah, I liked it. I mean, I was kind of hoping to hear uh, James Spader's voice as White Vision. It would have been so it. cool if it was Ultron. That would have been crazy. And speaking of that, God yeah. damn it, all these. Theories and rumors and this and that. Like I was expecting James Spader. That's not the show's fault. That's my own. But it's like, God damn it! Like another thing cross off the list. But um, yeah, I, I did enjoy seeing fight between the two visions. You know, I was like, man, this is the vision I know. This where was this vision in uh, Infinity War? I, I get it. He got stabbed, but I was like, man, like talk about vintage, like a performance for the ages. Um, and yeah, it left us on a cliffhanger with the white vision. Once again, Marvel finding a way to bring these characters back even after they died. On the oh my God. It's well, a I mean, no, I mean, out of all the characters to come back, he's the most plausible. He's a robot. It's not like he's, he's a synthesoid. Of course he yeah. can come back. Well, yeah, but then what we saw in the beginning of, well, not earlier in WandaVision where he's literally ripped apart and it's like, uh, so Wanda, you could have easily, you know, brought it back together and whatnot, but you know, uh, she chose instead to do this. And Chuck, stop. <laughs> I agree. The cyborg we saw in the 2017 movie. Oh, god, here we go. We'll wait until 13 more days, anyways. Well, you know what stood out to me about that vision fight when they're fighting and he tries to grab his head and then uh -huh. vision phases, and I'm like. Yep. If he wasn't stabbed in Infinity War, he could have just phased through Thanos' hand. Yep. Right. But they probably wouldn't have even right. got that far if they had fully healthy vision because vision is so powerful when he had the Infinity Stone. But I just, that made me think of that. It was great. It was pretty cool. That, when he gets stabbed in Infinity War, that makes me jump like every time. Like it always catches me off guard. But um, yeah, the vision fights was because they're just literally matched perfectly it's There's... just it's it's like such a dense sound the way they hit each other and it it's such a yeah. unique sound and it it feels I, like i can feel the pain when they hit each other yeah so uh i love that they left it open-ended for him to yeah where the hell did he go did he like go to hawaii he just or something like zoomed off no he went to um he's like disappeared uh, crap what are the where's they where do they go in agents of shield uh what is the island? What is the oh, island? He went to Tahiti. Tahiti. Thank you. He went. He went uh, to Tahiti. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what I'm curious about, and what I was thinking is, so the new, as Chuck calls him, white vision. Um, <laughs> I I'm curious because we know he has his memories from. The second he was activated from when Hayward turned him on to to when Vision tapped him on the forehead. And then his memories of Thanos and before. He yeah. does not remember anything in the town. Yeah, that's that's big. That's big. So at some point, I would assume that she's going to somehow get her kids because of the end he's not going to remember who those kids are yep and not know who they are yeah he, so, he didn't raise them it, it was no yeah so i it's it's kind of i like that they kind of just shot him off because if he would have stayed around like she could have explained everything to him and then it's like okay whatever but when he comes back he's not going to have any knowledge of them 
and anything that happened in that time frame. Because because our vision Unless was a he construct. No, Unless Hayward he said he got. Somehow. Yeah, Hay- Hayward hey, said that it was deleted or it's not there yeah. anymore. Yeah, Hayward said all the footage has been deleted because uh, Jimmy Wu was like, oh, "The people are kind of come and check it." And he's like, "Well, good luck because yeah, not yeah." He said he said Wanda canceled it. Wanda canceled it is what he said. Yeah. Well, so, I thought he just said Wanda stopped broadcasting. I didn't know he's because because Darcy was recording earlier. No, that I thought so, he just said so Wanda. Just Hayward started. Hayward said and and Jimmy was like. Yeah, like when they watch this, they're going to realize what you're doing. And he said, no, Wanda canceled everything. Nobody will ever know there's two visions. There's no proof. There's no oh, proof. I think he said happened. that in this episode, yeah. Yeah, he said, he said that. A few that episodes no ago, proof. he said that she stopped airing it a while ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Chuck, that's not a bad idea. Have Jimmy Wu being in charge of agents of Atlas. But, um, Yeah. I, I I'm very curious. Well, real to see quick, how... so we don't forget about it. Um, Evan Peters is Ralph and Ralph Boner. Ralph Boner, <laughs> Bohoner. Okay, actually, here and... I, have, I have this. Ralph Boner. So to me, what is that? Why does he have a headshot? <laughs> Why does he have a headshot with his he's, name? So he's people are he's speculating if he's the witness protect the person who was in witness protection. Yes, yeah, so he's, he's an actor, and people think that he's in witness protection, but he he is an actor. His character is an actor. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's I cool. I know that this is the most thing that pissed off most people is that he's not the multiverse Quicksilver. Sorry. Like you there is a difference between theorizing and wanting something. People wanted him to be this new the multiverse quicksilver they never said he was going to be the quicksilver and all this it's it's another troll that they put on us and i i love it because i i never once thought he was going to be the multiverse quicksilver you can check the tape Uh, i never once thought he was going to be part of this multiverse the multiverse is kind of still not even really open so why is he just gonna she's just gonna pull this one person and be like, here you go. So I love it. I think that it was a good call to not have him be the Fox MCU's whatever Quicksilver going forward. Um, and, so. and people people need to remember what happened last episode where Agatha said that uh, she used him uh, to just get into Wanda's head and she gave him Quicksilver's powers. Uh, yeah. Because because he, her real brother's body was in Sokovia, she used the next best thing, which was a next door neighbor, um, and gave him the ability of Quicksilver's powers, which is what witchcraft can do. And so you can't be like, well, they they made him Quicksilver. Them. It, it all comes down to what was going on with Agatha and what she was doing. She was controlling it all. She was and, and she happened to give him Quicksilver's powers, and the character just so happened to look like Evan Peters is Quicksilver from the X Men universe. Again, yeah. it's just a fun little nod that they're doing. Like, it's not something to cry over. It really yeah. isn't. I like what Jesse said. Jesse pretty much summed it up exactly. It would make no sense if if they did that. Why would Wanda need her powers? Or excuse me, why would Agatha need her powers if she can rip open the multiverse and take people in and out of stuff? Like, if she's doing that, she's already powerful enough. So it makes sense. I mean, but well, yeah. yeah I, it, it, say it remains to be seen. I, I, I do agree with everything you guys are saying, but they did. They, 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 I don't think it's just that coincidental that they cast Evan Peters and made him Quicksilver. Like it, it gave him Quicksilver's powers, I should say. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. But I do agree with all of what you're saying. But I think it there may be more to it than than what we just saw. I'll, I'll, we'll see. I'll bet. I'll bet you. I will bet you a drink at a movie theater when at the next one that he will never be the new Quicksilver. How? What's the expiration date on that? You got (laughs) just forever. Uh, What if they confirm in? What if they confirm in twenty years that it was the end of Phase Four? I got two years. 
Gio, uh, what about two, you, man? Years what, what you, to settle up, so it's okay. What do you think about the whole uh, the whole Evan Peters not being not being uh, not being Pietro, just being a guy that happened to be an actor with the last name of Boner next door to Wanda? I mean, it's a clever misdirection. <laughs> Again, I, I I know my I learned I've learned my lesson now. Okay, the next Marvel show, I'm not gonna I don't care about your theories or this and that because I. Once again, um, I'd be lying if I said it didn't kind of rub me the wrong way just because, you know, all this talk about multiverse and you get Evan Peters, you give him Quicksilver powers, you make him look like Quicksilver. Quicksilver. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I kind of agree with you. I'm not upset about the Quicksilver thing, but I am also done with like speculating on much larger things than what the show's about. This is our first proper MCU show. So we didn't know how to act. Like we didn't know how to digest it. So now I know I'm like, okay, you know, don't speculate that Thanos is going to show up in winter in the winter soldier, Falcon and the winter soldier. Like just, you know, you could speculate, but don't like, you know, live or die with those speculations. You know, it's, you know, it's they're gonna focus on yeah. these stories. They're not gonna make it about something else. You know, that's how I see it. Um, okay, so we do have a couple things to get to, especially when we're gonna get to the post credit scenes uh, next because I do want to talk about those because those are massive, uh, and then we'll get into some speculation on where we think it could go next. But before we do that, uh, I do want to make sure that I, I show everybody and tell everyone that uh, Marvel Rewind is not going anywhere. Um, just because WandaVision is over doesn't mean we're stopping. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier is just two weeks away. Uh, we will be here every Friday uh, uh, reviewing, reacting, doing theories, the whole nine. And uh, I'm just going to throw up a trailer real quick to preview what we have for uh, for Falcon and Winter Soldier with our new fancy little logo. So uh, here you go. Jake just stops the show to drop his trailer. That logo I, at the end looks amazing. <laughs> I told you guys I was going to do, do, do you halfway through the show. I want to make sure everyone watching knows that uh, we'll be doing this for every Disney plus MCU show. Marvel Rewind will be here, and that means we'll be here for Loki. We'll be here for Hawkeye. We'll do uh, we'll do it all. Uh, Cap, uh, you know, Miss Marvel, She Hulk, the whole nine. So Moon Knight. Uh, I'm just, I was naming them as I came to my head. You named all of them, but the best one. <laughs> um, so, yes, uh, that'll be the intro to uh, as the show, just as we have an intro to here. And uh, thank you to Boomstick for for dropping us some great new logos. Uh, super excited for that. But let's go ahead and get back to it, guys. Let's get back to some WandaVision. And let's start with Stacey. First... Hold on. Stacy. I see you. I see you. <laughs> I, got, I got my guy, too. Um, let, let's get back to, uh, some WandaVision here and talk about the first post post credit scene. Cause we haven't talked much about Monica Rambo yet. Uh, we have not talked much about her and, and she had some really cool moments in this episode. Uh, mainly, um, look, she, she was held by Ralph for the beginnings of it. And then she stepped in towards the end as, uh, Hayward all of a sudden just becomes an absolute dickhead and starts shooting at children. Um, starts like, becoming like, like, my, like that's like <laughs> ultimate level. That's just ultimate level. Well, yeah, that was a bit far. Um, <laughs> and we get this incredible moment where we see her really realize. Uh, go ahead, Keith. Go ahead. 
I was just saying, I have it in my notes. Uh, I wrote down Hayward was going to shoot kids. <laughs> so yes, well, he, he literally really hates. He really hates superpower beings. He emptied his clip. He emptied his clip up against the kids, and uh, we get this really, really cool uh, sequence here with Monica, and she's fully realizing her powers. She's absorbing the energy of the bullets, uh, and we see them kind of go through her, and she's, you know, in the moment. Maybe she didn't know she was going to do it. Maybe she was sacrificing herself for the kids, and her powers just took over. Uh, and then obviously we see Billy, who's on the left hand side there, use his powers as well to stop a bullet. Um, but very cool. Big callback, and then obviously leading to the post credit scene as well. We'll tie this in, uh, and we see the scrolls, uh, a scroll, I should say. Um, and we get this cool little dialogue between the two of them saying, one of your mother's old friends has come calling. Uh, he heard you've been grounded, and she points up to the sky, obviously making a reference to what happened at the end of Far From Home with Nick Fury uh, and Talos going off in space um, with the scrolls. Uh, it'll be very interesting. Very, very interesting to see what happens. Um, let's talk about this a little bit, guys. What do you, what do you guys think about this one? I'm making a call right now. Right now. That scroll is Talos's daughter. It makes sense. From, from Captain Marvel. Uh, oh, Didn't yeah, they no, all timeline, that would make sense. Yes. What? Didn't they all leave? But she could be back. Oh, Talos was back too. Yeah, so but she the, knows. She yeah. I mean, well, Talos, Tal yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. Talos is back. I forgot how long ago that was. Um, no, yeah. it was pretty cool. It's weird to me though that Monica has not at all acknowledged her powers. Didn't do anything or say anything to anyone. She's just like, it's almost like she expected. Like, of course, I was going to get powers one day. That's I don't know. Like, she's kind of <laughs> you know. Every time somebody get like any regular person would be freaking out if they got powers Re really and she's just like of course i got powers like i don't know it's kind of weird to me that's a good but i'm excited to see where she goes I wonder if she grew up. just because of how she Go grew ahead. up Go i ahead. wonder maybe she just like, i was just gonna say i wonder if just because she just growing up with uh obviously growing up around all this stuff and meeting captain marvel as a kid and i don't know maybe you know maybe she just Kind of like, all right, well, I got powers too now. <laughs> I don't know. I think so, she's just kind of like one of those characters that's just cool. She's like, sweet, let's do this. I, um, have I, I do have a slight <laughs> yeah. prediction, and it has to do with the timeline of everything because we know that WandaVision takes place three weeks after Endgame, um, mm -hmm. and which is months before what happened in Far From Home. Uh, I think that Monica is already on that ship with Nick Fury. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, that's true. I never even thought about that, huh? I think she is already up there, and I mm. think that she's already fully uh, realized as, uh, you know, Proton or or whatever name that she's going to take in Spectrum the or Photon. Yeah, F Photon. Excuse me. Whatever name she's going to take, uh, I think she's going to be fully realized, um, being that it's a few months in in the future. Oh, and I, give me I that. Think she will already be with Nick Fury, Talos, going into space because we know that Captain Marvel will probably take place with them um, going off with the scrolls and that's kind of how they come back into contact. Uh, give me a decently comic accurate costume of hers too. She's going to be badass. She is very, very powerful. She is very She's, powerful. Her character is dope. It's super unlike any other character. Well, the like, fact that she can absorb the bullets energy is a big deal. Well, yeah, she she literally can turn herself into pure energy at this point, it seems like. And she can manipulate and control energy. So it's unlike a character that we've had so far. Like it's, it's you, you, superhuman strength or robotic gear or anything along the uh, wielding one thing or magical powers. Hers is literally just pure energy, which I mean is kind of Captain Marvel's shtick, but... I, well, I really can absorb bullets. Exactly. <laughs> she, she, if she gets shot in the chest. She's going she down. can shoot stuff. She, yeah. But she, she can't literally absorb bullets. Yeah. So I, I love it. I think her character is going to be a fan favorite very soon. Yes, absolutely. Gio, I, what do you think? I, what do you think, man? No, I, I completely agree with you guys. I think you're spot on about um, her already being with Nick Fury and, you know, establishing herself in that um, sword, what they were doing. I just can't get over how terrible Hayward is. <laughs> I mean, 
He's an ass. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that he just like he's like, oh, I didn't shoot them. I'm gonna run away. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then, and then Darcy, Darcy grins him. Darcy has the great line: "Have fun in prison." <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm the guys who was just an asshole, asshole agent. Yeah, yeah. yeah you call it, yeah. I was gonna die on that hill of uh, him being a scroll. We saw a scroll though, so there you go. Clearly, I'm dying on the hill, but uh, yeah, he's a dick. God, he he was. I haven't like hated a character like that since probably Game of Thrones, where it's just like you purely hate that. He's like character. he's like Joffrey grown up. Yeah, it was just like every time you see him, you just get mad, and he's just a <laughs> dick. Uh, although it was funny because the whole time I'm sitting there, like, all right, Tommy, use your powers, go steal his gun, go grab his gun, <laughs> and nothing. And he's just standing there like this the whole entire time. I'm like, and speed and get your gun. And it's like, all right, well, yeah, whatever. But yeah, no, I, and I agree with what Molly said. I think she just instinctively jumped in front of uh, the bullets to protect the kids. And well, it's what, we, it's what we saw in the what the two episodes before where she did the superhero landing. Instincts took over. Oh, yeah. um, Gio, I want you to answer this question for me real quick. Uh, where did it go? Right here. Where do you see Darcy next? Uh, wherever. Uh... Jimmy Woo is, I think that's where she'll be. Mm, the two are perfect point. together, right? They're perfect. Mm -hmm. They play those actors play so well off each other too. Mm. That their characters are great together. And Chuck, that could be kind of cool. Maybe those two established uh, agents of Atlas. That'd be kind of cool. Just a little spinoff. Who knows? Yeah. I also wouldn't mind her playing a role in interacting with white vision in the future somehow i don't know why but like you know i i liked her and paul bettany together a lot actually so i think that would be pretty cool uh follow-up question from jesse it looked i think what we all want to see <laughs> a specific place what, what we all want to see is let him have his own show right i think we're all on the same oh, page yeah. like uh, a jimmy Woo show would be great um I'm pretty That's, sure some, yep. at the moment, I don't think he's actually in Quantum Mania. That's what I was going to say, Ant-Man 3. They're yeah. going to add him out of out of how much Maybe people it, want. it depends on how big that – there might not be room for the FBI. He's an he FBI might, agent. He might not have a big role, but I think they might just drop him in there out of how much people are loving his character. Just like, all right, let's just put him in there just for – at least a scene like people love that character and for good reason he's been great so yeah he just needs to reoccur he just needs to keep coming i know they just announced that ti's not going to be in it so yeah he's not no ti's not going to be in it no oh no yeah so i i think the movie might be getting bigger than the previous two so they're probably going to cut some of the supporting characters yeah i doubt Po yeah. You might not even see Polka Dot Man, whatever his name is. David Daltsmalshian is his name. Yeah, I wasn't even going to attempt that. But they so. have to have Luis, right? Like, just hopefully. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's got to tell some stories. Yeah, I um, agree. you can't get rid of Luis. All right, let's uh, let's let's shift gears because I know that uh, Jacob might have to head out in about fifteen minutes, so I want to make sure I get his thoughts on this one. Let's get to the second post credit scene. Um, some of the biggest stuff that has happened in in MCU in quite a while here, and I will. Uh, throw these up. So obviously the dark hold has been very, very uh, prominent in the last two episodes here. Um, super powerful book that has a lot of information. I'll go and throw this up. Really cool design. It looks incredible. I love the look of the Scarlet Witch inside the book. Um, I don't know if you guys noticed or not. Uh, Brian and I talked about this earlier, but on the left page, um, those are essentially like the worlds and the dimensions. They look like oh, it. Wow. Uh, like, like Thor the Dark World. Um, when the when the worlds were coming together, and that's when Agatha had said she takes over the the universe. That's kind of what it's hinting at there, guys. The multiverse right there. Um, but then, after finding out that Wanda's kind of in this cabin, mm -hmm. she's hanging out by her lonesome. We see this glorious image. Boom! She is manifesting herself. Uh, what is it called? It's called uh, astral projection. Astral projection, mm -hmm. a la Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, and she is 
reading the Darkhold up and down, uh, just fully embracing whatever she is doing as a character, becoming the Scarlet Witch that many people are terrified of. Um, and this obviously could lead to a number of things. Uh, Keith, you, you, you seem like you want to say something, man. Why don't you start us off? <laughs> well, my daughter Sophia just pointed out she's moving around while she's doing it. Doctor Strange did it while he was either asleep or, oh, well, there you go. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't have the comments up because I'm on full screen, so I couldn't see that. But yes. Yeah. She's just walking around doing normal stuff and doing the astral projection. So, uh, wow. They said she's more yeah, powerful than stuff. Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Yeah, I just yeah. realized this right now, but I'm really, Brian mentioned this, I think last episode about the colors of the magic. And if you look, I didn't realize the Darkhold has the orange magic around it like Doctor Strange uses when his is like orangish. And when she's doing her astral projection right in that image, it's orangish magic. The Scarlet Witch uses reddish. Mm. And I'm guessing the dark magic is the purple that Agnes is using. So... That's just fascinating. The book also kind of looks like it's on fire. You yeah, that? if you bring up that image, Jake, it has that same orange color around it, uh, if you see. So, yeah. and is that the book that was missing in Doctor Strange, the library? At the so same a lot time? of people are theory. I don't know like if it'll really? ever be answered. I think we'll have to wait till Doc 2 to find out. Yeah. I think that's going to be a, a beautiful convenience. The moment he sees the book, he's gonna be, he'll probably recognize it and be like, that's where it is or something like that. Or, or Geo, what if he doesn't recognize it because he's never read it? That's true. You didn't see it, right? It wasn't in the library. Brian, why do you not believe this? Right? Why do I not believe what? Brian, why do you not, why do you not believe this, 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 this missing book? Is, this is the missing book. You don't think this is the thing they would have planned out? I don't think they that they planned everything. this. No, I think that there. that was a happy convenience. That you're going to have a whole bookshelf right. and then sporadically have, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, they've done that before. Wait a minute. They... Actually, isn't there a part that, oh, wait, no, that was uh, Caecilius. He stole the other book. Never mind. I was going to say, didn't they say a book yeah. was missing? But that's because Caecilius stole it. Um, right. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's really just they left an empty space there for a reason, you know. Unless that empty space was the know. book that Cecilia stole, then that would make sense. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> but uh, I, you know, oh, it's yeah. funny. Yeah. I'm starting to think that I don't know. I've been thinking about this scene probably more than all of the other ones. I'm starting to wonder mm. if. She is going to still be good, but have that ability to do bad things. And that might be where Doctor Strange is like, whoa, you are stepping over the bounds of what is okay and what's not okay. Because Agatha's mom said to her when she was like, I can be good. She's like, no, you can't. I mean, Scarlet Witch or not Scarlet Witch, Wanda did good things, like, after. Like, she she could have easily killed Agatha and didn't, and then she could have done a bunch of other stuff. So I'm starting to wonder if um, she's going to do things that are deemed unacceptable, and that might be what gets the attention mm. of Doctor Strange, where it's like, you shouldn't be doing these things. Bringing, yeah, or, I mean, Agnes did say that it, she's destined to destroy the world. So, and yeah. that could be something that's inevitable. No matter what Wanda does, it's always the Scarlet Witch's destiny to destroy the world. So, and that just that alone, she's, what are you going to do? You have to, like, Doctor Strange might see it as she has to go. I don't know about that. I just, I just, I don't know. I'm... Yeah. I'm just curious. Well, I'm, I'm starting to go ahead, Keith. About it. Oh. I'm sorry, man. Uh, yeah, I, I was just saying I, I saw a bunch of comments. This is why I stay away from comments, uh, <laughs> but usually, but people are saying, "How could she just walk away? Or she's just going to get away with what she did? Or walk away? She's not going to just be able to walk away. 
from what she did. Like clearly there's going to be ramifications. There's going to be or like the uh, Mordo said, the bill always comes due. Right. And so uh, in this case, listen, they created the Sokovia Accords almost specifically for her, <laughs> you know, so she's not going to just get away with what she did. And she was essentially kidnapping and torturing these poor people. And at the end, what we discovered their kids, like the one lady, uh, uh, the one actress uh, that was uh, uh, yeah. a blonde woman. Dottie. Uh, Dottie. Dottie, yeah. Said her name was Sarah. Dottie, yeah. And she's like, can you just let my daughter out of her room? Like, And that was just like, oh, my God. Like, that was terrible. That whole like, scene was, was emotional gonna, AF. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was that was terrible. So she's gonna have to pay for that. Like I know she she probably has her intentions are good, but she she did some bad stuff. So so I I, I kind of want to take a page out of Brian's book real quick and talk about a comic book that it could be adapting here very soon. Um, or a story, I should say. So I'm I'm gonna pull I'm gonna say that I'm gonna die on the hill and be like, I think that Wanda's gonna be Hey, that's pseudo- my phrase. I think that she's gonna be a pseudo villain in in Doc Two. I do. I, I think that it would be a great storyline. I think it'd be fantastic. Go for the post credit scene very much hinted at it. You know, she's reading from the Darkhold, which is evil. She's a Scarlet Witch now. It's kind of hinting at that. Plus, we heard the kids' voices. You know, she's gonna have motivations that are gonna put uh that's gonna be higher than anything else on her list. Um and I'm not taking credit for this whatsoever. I heard someone else talk about this and it lit my it like lit myself on fire. I was so psyched up about it. So there's a comic book or a story out there that is called uh, Triumph and Torment. Uh, it is about Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom. It is the two of them. And Doctor Doom has uh, magic abilities. He's not just like a, you know, a robotic man. You know, he has the ability to do magic. Um, but what I'm saying is that in this story, uh, Doctor Doom's mother has been locked in hell for his entire, almost his entire life. And and he can only go down there once a year to try and bring her out. Um, and he always fails. In this book, he asks Stephen Strange for help to get his mother. What if Wanda asks Strange to get her kids out mm. of yeah. yeah. Kind of adapt that story, but Wanda isn't the okay. same Wanda that we knew from Infinity War, from Civil War. She's very twisted at this moment, right? She has these motivations where she'll do anything to get her children um, because she knows where they are. Uh, and what if like these two go up, go on this adventure together uh, to try to like, try to get her kids out, and she does things that cross the line that he has to protect that he can't go past. And they duke it out because of those reasons. I could see that. I yeah. Mean, you kind of just answered the question that I had, you know, this whole time was the kids' voices at the end. Is that in her head or is it another multi? I'm still not sure about yeah, right. that. But yeah, I could I could definitely see Wanda being like sort of the antagonist for a good part of Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness because, you know, she is tapping into a dark hold and, um, you know, she, we've already seen it in WandaVision. She's willing to go to like extreme lengths to, um, you know, create her own happiness and, and what effect is that going to have or may already have on the uh, sorcerers, uh, Doctor Strange and, Wong and the rest of them. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, there's no way you don't get Wanda and um, I'm sorry, Scarlet Witch and Doctor Strange to face off. And I mean, if you thought Doctor Strange and uh, they know toe to toe with something, wait till you see oh, Wanda. Or it's gonna be amazing. Scarlet Witch versus yeah. Doctor Strange. It's well, to so me, good. I think there's a reason why we didn't see the kids actually disappear uh, like we saw Vision disappear. I think there's a reason why. They kind of left that ambiguous, in my point. opinion. It could be they did disappear, and then maybe yeah. they they do exist somewhere else. In could, all, wait, a second, wait a second. Or someone else could have came and grabbed them before could, they left. Could there... Could there have been a flash? Could there be a flashback in Doc Two, showing Wanda putting their souls in the Darkhold? 
maybe that or what look because all right as far as we know to save them just to save in the hex everything is real like vision was physically fighting the other vision in the hex like whatever happens in the hex is real in the hex so wiccan is using these abilities in the hex do you do you think wiccan might have been powerful enough to just shoot them out to another universe there maybe i mean we who knows or somebody came and took them maybe this but who, but who know nightmare and mephisto and he one of them grabbed them before the hex went down and now they're trapped and that's why they're asking for help who knows i mean this we're getting into speculation again but i i i, I agree with you jake it is going to have to do with her kids in the future like i think that's for we thought it was going to be in this show but that makes a lot of sense now going forward into doctor strange and stuff uh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Um, all right. Does does anybody have any other thoughts on episode nine? What took place? Uh, whether it's post-credit scenes, moments in the episode. Does anybody want to wrap up their, their final thoughts? Well, I do got to go real quick uh, in a minute here. So I just want to mention really quick. Probably my favorite part of the whole episode is when Agnes and Wanda are going at it. When they're fighting. And Oh, we didn't for- even talk about the runes. When... When yeah, so when Wanda says, "Boys, take care of the military," I love that first of all, and then she goes to fight. When she does that little hand yeah. motion in the air and disappears, I love that. And from that moment until she defeats Ag- Agatha, loved that whole battle. It was, it was better than I thought. I didn't think they were gonna go that big and cinematic. So I, I loved that. Any other thoughts, anybody? I mean, we had everything that I... Should we, should we talk about Agatha, maybe? Uh, sure. Yeah. I just like... <laughs> Wanda was able to... Uh, she didn't flip out. Like, this time, she was actually able to say goodbye. I wrote down... She, Wanda was able to say goodbye to Vision on her own terms. Oh, I... So, yeah, uh, sorry. Keith, keep, keep talking. Yeah, I have okay. images. Keep talking. Keep talking. Okay. Yep. Uh, Vision had tears, which was very classy. Yeah, that's I know he <laughs> certainly wasn't real, but uh, yeah, yeah. I just I, I really like that scene of them saying goodbye, and like I said, it was just nice that it. She first of all, she was the one that was doing it, and she was actually just able to properly say goodbye to him, and uh, you know, like did it. Uh, she did it on her arms, and she he wasn't necessarily taken away from her. She just had to undo something that she did. So. I agree. I I think that it was really good closure. Uh, I I like the fact that, you know, I I had said maybe a few weeks ago that I think that the show was going to kind of close in some way closure for the two of them. Um, Hmm. And it it definitely felt like they were, uh, you know, both at a good place, right. In the final line of so long, darling. And she, and her saying, we'll say hello again. Like, it's just such a touch. Like it really came down to like being a love story. It really did. Like out of all the stuff that was going on, it was truly a love story between the two of them. And it was, to me, it was like just absolutely beautifully done. Yeah. It was giving me some heavy, heavy rogue one vibes where like the end is coming. It's literally, and they're just, you know, saying goodbye and accepting it. And, you know, when she tucks her kids in, it's like, thank you for, letting me letting us be your parents or something like that it's just that whole sequence was just super emotional really really it was it was hitting you right in the feels um but i i don't know the ending and her like looking at the dark hold with the kids and i was just like well wait a minute just said your goodbyes to them and it, it just it it, it kind of took it away a little bit in, in, in my opinion and um yeah I, I still think white vision will play a role in her coming back from the darkness at some point because she's gonna talk to this white vision and he's gonna say things that the vision and the hex wouldn't be able to say because he didn't know his life before and so what kind of effect that will have on wanda going forward um 
is something that I'm I'm excited to see. Yeah, absolutely. Jacob, I know you got to go, right? Yeah, and I'll say real quick, Gio, I I see what you're saying about the end with her kids, but to me, I said last night, I think that she's trying to figure out a way to get – well, actually, we don't know if she was even studying anything about her kids, but when she hears them again, I think she's going to try to – there, she hears them asking for help. So we, she wasn't actively looking to bring them back, but now she hears them asking for help. And now she's going to try to find a way to help them without hurting anybody. So that's what I think it is. So I don't think it takes away from Dr. Strange is going to have a hand resolution, but, um, but yeah, beautiful ending to the show. Uh, you know, that goodbye to Paul Bettany. And I mean, we still get him in the MCU, which is great. Cause I, I didn't want to see the character go, but yeah, I, I love this season. Like it's yeah. one of the best things MCU's ever done. Uh, and we'll talk more about the whole season later on, but I'm going to head out guys. I got to go. Bye to everybody in the chat. Love you guys. And I'll see you next time. Good luck fellas. I'll, I'll see you guys next time. Yeah. No worries. No worries. Um, all right, gentlemen, uh, any final thoughts on, on the episode, anything that we want to talk about before we head out of here? Not for me. I think we hit everything. The, the I like the, uh, the nice Oh, sorry, Brian. No, no, go ahead, delay. Keith. No, my stupid. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I was going to say there was a nice uh, little nod to the beginning when uh, whoever threw that car at uh, Agnes threw the car and they had her her boots underneath it, like in uh, at the Wicked Witch of the East or whatever. I don't know. In Wizard of Oz. So, uh, yeah, I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was clever. Oh, Je- Jesse just sent me a picture on uh, on Twitter of a comic strip, and it's a it's a strip of Vision crying, saying even an android can cry, um, which, which is a good little callback yeah. there. It's that big. I mean, obviously that's big. Uh, it's it's a big part because you yeah. never thought that that would actually happen. That's kind of what the show is all about. Um, it was it was family centered. It was it was uh, centered on Wanda and in Vision, but it's also centered on them individually and what they're able to do. Um, you know, as uh, characters and their kind of growth, and uh, it was it was really incredible. It was absolutely incredible. Uh, I can't wait to see what happens to Wanda next. I know that I'll just say this as well. This isn't the last time we're going to talk about this. Uh, we'll do. We're going to do a full season breakdown discussion of everything going on with this series, uh, either on now or in another episode of Rewind. Um, so, if you guys have questions and and stuff about everything, I know that a couple people have been asking questions, but we're coming we're coming up short on time. Uh, and so, uh, save all of those for when we cover WandaVision next. It'll either be on the upcoming episode or now, or it'll be on another episode of Rewind. It'll be very soon. Um, we're just going to dive into everything that happened, theorize, talk about it more and more, and just fully geek out on it and have a good time doing it. Um, and so oh before we get out of here, I do want to plug, if you missed it in the, in the middle of the show, uh, this is coming up next week, guys. We're going to be previewing the first episode, uh, or the season, excuse me, of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, Rewind is continuing, but this time its its version is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, so we will be back for the next seven weeks covering that. And then obviously up after that is Loki as well. And so Rewind is in full flourish. There's a lot of things to talk about. We're very, very excited to do so. Um, all right, gentlemen, we good? Anybody final thoughts on, uh, on WandaVision Episode 9 before we head out of here? Bring on the next one. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to watch it all the way through, binge style. And I want to see how different the viewing experience is so yeah good call that's good Good keith you keith you got anything before we had here yeah you know i'd look just super fast the show was exactly honestly marvel didn't listen mislead anyone i really don't a lot of people complaining about the finale and stuff they told us exactly what the show was going to be to be honest and uh you know that is you know, fan. We can talk about it more when we recap the whole show, but uh, this lesson we got to learn. People just, uh, you know, uh, temptations. You know, just let it. Just, just watch the show. See, take it for what it is, and then uh, you know, let's see what happens next. That's all. It's, uh, you just got to take it one little bit at a time. You know. But I thought that I thought it was great. I thought it was a great finale for a great series. So, yeah, that's, I agree with you, Keith. Uh, that's why. I, I've been saying you theorize and have fun at all you want, but don't expect anything. Let them tell the story and you're right. going to have the most fun. And that's exactly what this was. Right. 
Right. All right. Well, that's exactly. going to wrap up our coverage of episode nine today. Uh, just real quick, Chuck. Yes, there will be one. We're, we're, we will be doing one. Uh, so you can stay tuned for that one. Uh, we will be doing one together. Just don't know when. Uh, it's a four-hour movie, so we have to figure out a spot to do it. So um, Yeah, we have lives. Uh, and, yeah, so if you guys have more questions, save them. We'll be covering WandaVision here in the future, I promise. Uh, lots to talk about with the show. A lot of cool things coming down the road as well. And we're going to we're gonna dive into it all. The MCU is in full swing, ladies and gentlemen, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And to everyone who's been watching the past uh, eight weeks, thank you so much for hanging out with us on these Fridays. Uh, it's been fun, and uh, we look forward to it on the next one. So for Keith, Gio, Brian, myself, and Jacob, who headed out a little early, thank you so much. We are Apocalypse Movies. Make sure you guys are following us everywhere. Description's in the link, and we will see you guys next time. Let's go, Dan Murrow. Bye.